Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know, if you haven't checked out What Chaos yet, you ought to, because we've had all your favorite players on the show. I'm talking Seth Jones, Lena Solmar, Connor Bedard, whoever it may be. We're live every day on YouTube at noon Eastern, but also available on all podcast platforms, including the one you're listening to right now. We got guests, and yeah, we're also doing a bit of chit-chat, goofing around, laughing at what makes us laugh in hockey. So regardless of how deep you are into your hockey fandom... Come listen to What Chaos. We'll talk about your favorite team. We'll talk about your least favorite team and everybody in between. And we're having a ton of fun doing it every single day, Monday through Thursday. It's What Chaos, presented by All City Network. Welcome in it's to the really DNVR Avalanche Podcast. We got Rudo and AJ coming to you live as it's Roast My Roster Day. You guys send in a ton of uh, submissions for Avalanche Roster, so thank you very much, first of all, for being a part of this and submitting all of your stuff. We chose some of the ones we liked. We're going to go through some of them today. <laughs> liked is an interesting word. And yeah, because like might not be the right word. The, word, the, the way that the, it's funny because we call it roast my roster, but I actually spend most of my time looking for rosters that I like where I think this is a cool idea. This is a cool conversation topic. You know, uh, like that's kind of my approach when I go through them is I'm that's what I'm looking for. And then there are some that I definitely picked because I was like, we're going to have a dunkathon. I I don't know if there's whole rosters I like. I look at rosters and go, this is a whole bunch of nonsense. But this one move, mm. that's interesting. I like that move. That's why the one Owen Tippett deal made it in here. Don't worry. That's mine also. Which, at the end, we will also do ours. So uh, you guys can roast us a little bit, too. Really? That's yeah. what you did? Yeah. Good God. Man. I did a bunch of other stuff, too. It just you wasn't big stuff. For all the shit you give me about how much I love Carson Soucy, your love of Owen Tippett. Is... I, look, I almost went for Carson Soucy too. So, so did I. <laughs> I actually it was that was the last decision that I had to make on my roster was <laughs> Soucy or the guy that I actually went with, and it, it was not Soucy. So <laughs> wow. Mostly just, because I didn't want to have to listen to you yeah, be like, oh, of course he's. You just Arab. don't like your guys enough. That's what I'm. <laughs> <laughs> well. When you see the deal, you're going to be like, this makes sense. Because yeah, I got a gosh. different guy that I like. Oh, God. Uh, okay. I want to just real quick. I want to answer this question yep, yep. Um, from chat that says, since Nashville isn't going to sign Galley, should the Avs offer him a league minimum deal? Yeah, definitely. I almost did it. in my. I, I wasn't going to mess with the AHL team because I was just like, this yeah, is too I many didn't, decisions. I didn't bother. But uh, yeah, Galchenyuk coming back to the Avalanche organization and playing for the Eagles or being a call up or scratch being whatever, in mix yeah. for that 13th forward. Like. To be honest with you, I would prefer that over Dennis Malkin. Yep, I would also. Yes, that, that is why I wore this shirt today, because uh, a lot of you traded this guy. <laughs> a lot of you did. Did you? I did not. And neither did I. Well, there you go. After <laughs> Well, after the Rigeo deal, I'm like, I don't have to anymore. <laughs> Problem is solved. <laughs> the only reason I was trading Sam Gerard was because I couldn't figure out how to get a 2C. 
I traded without him. it. So I traded a defenseman. It wasn't Gerard. So did I. And the only reason I traded him is because I needed the cap. Yeah. Well, I will say, uh, knowing that you traded him to Owen, uh, the traded uh, yeah. for Owen Tippett, it's pretty. It's pretty funny. The Flyers fans. Like, we're exhausted going in and being like, we don't need this guy. And it was like, you kind of do. <laughs> you have Rasmus Ristolainen and Tony D'Angelo, maybe. <laughs> like, if you get rid of D'Angelo, you have Cam York as your puck mover. Yeah. You kind of need Sam Ger- a guy like Sam Gerard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a steady, unspectacular <laughs> second-pairing guy. That can hold it down. Who signed for a reasonable we'll deal? Give you roughly forty points. It's so it's so silly the way that and and the all oh, Sabres fans also like we don't need a left-handed defenseman like. Yeah, don't you though? You know you can play that guy on the right <laughs> side, right? Like you can move a guy. You know, lots of teams because there are more lefties than righties. And Gerard does play both sides, by right. the way. <laughs> And, like, Gerard plays a lot of time on the right side. And so it was like, how is it that you guys have either been told this and aren't listening or haven't bothered to figure it out yet that he plays the right, like, it (laughs) going through the cat-friendly ecosystem over the last 12 hours has been really interesting. I I immerse myself in it twice a year for this show. And I go, what a cesspool. And then... Pull back out. Bounce out. <laughs> there are people who just have no idea what they're talking about and are so confidently wrong. Yep. And spend and every fan base has one. Like the one guy that Look, you see in the comments over and this over. This is and why over. you don't go into the comment section. Okay. It's crazy, <laughs> like, man. It's so crazy. It's a wonderful tool to use and fun. And it's really fun to like play around with different if things. You ignore the a holes in the comments. Yeah, <laughs> that they that they made the comment section is actually dumb because it's Super so toxic. Yeah, it's so toxic. There's no, there's no upside to it. We say as we're about to dunk on a bunch of rosters. Uh, I'm ready when you are, AJ. I mean, I'm not going to dunk too hard on most of these, but yes. <laughs> there's one or two in there. <laughs> there's Well, yeah, Cygnus already knows. I texted him <laughs> and was like, yours got picked. This is de- We're definitely going to take a flamethrower to yours. <laughs> so he knows. All right. I'm, I'm ready, though. The rest of these will be unsuspecting. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. I'll play the bad cop if I have to. Um Bring up the first one. I have no idea where we're starting. So Holy lordy! That's a lot of signing. I, most of them's like AHL guys, though, right? Yeah. So it's it's okay. I I'll, okay. Eric Brandstrom, Jesse Puliyarvi, Sharon Govich. Zoom in a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, it looks like they brought Jack Johnson back. Danton Hine. A lot of people made moves for Danton Hine. Megan's got her hooks into the. I almost did. <laughs> and then it was Alex Lyon, and. Someone else, and it's back. Oh, and Scott Mayfield and Oliver Ekman. All right, that's a lot of guys. That's okay. a lot of guys. There's also RFA signings of Branstrom, Pooley, Yarby, yeah. and Sharon Govich. I know there's trades. I'm sure there's trades for those okay, guys. Okay, so but. first off, the the what I like here, the new hook in the Byram deals, I think, are at least in the neighborhood of where they will end up. Yeah, realistic cap amounts. Yeah. And for me, for me, that ended up being important because I saw a lot of people like putting Just new hook at like making stuff under the cap. Yeah, well, putting, putting new yeah. hook especially at like a million. And, and like, I was that's like, not happening. He had a thirty point season <laughs> as a twenty two year old guys. <laughs> He's not getting a million dollars. He's not getting a million dollars. Like, stop it. 
Uh, you way overpaid for Scott Mayfield, but that's okay. See, he didn't. He did. He did not. He's going to get that on the market. Yeah, and, and, that, and that team's going to have way overpaid for him. All right. Well, <laughs> you're not going to like my roster. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you because this is actually there are a handful of these moves actually are this kind of what I did actually I don't I don't it's gonna gonna look like I copied this dude I don't mind any of this except for the Mayfield one deal really okay well you know he's making that I I know and I think it's an overpay and he's not worth chasing why because I don't think he's that good why what's the issue with his game the issue with his game is the Avs already have Josh Manson okay but Josh Manson. Has been hurt yeah, a lot. Sure. Like, if you're going into this season and no Josh Manson isn't healthy, that's a different conversation for sure. But if you're assuming Josh Manson is healthy this year, at least to start the season, I'm willing to roll the dice. All right. It's just like any other player. They could get hurt, but. All right. So here's here's the signings. I want to see what some of the deals yeah, are. Let's, let's see some of the trades. Looks like pool party was for nothing. But yeah, well, that's so everybody's everybody's pool yarby thing is he doesn't get qualified, and this sure. is what I signed him for. Whatever. Right? So we'll we'll uh, that like that's how that happened, but it shows up as yeah, a trade I, of no I compensation. Right. So uh, all right, you traded back with the first. You got a lot. Also gave away Curtis McDermott. Uh, and then you. I wonder. I really do wonder if Chicago would be interested in like, hey, like we'll just get a guy to protect Connor Bedard. <laughs> just punch people. Like, like we're gonna get a guy that we don't want people taking liberties with our rookie because he's gonna come into the league. <laughs> he's gonna be he's the hot the shot. Yeah. There's gonna, you know, and and we know that this isn't the reality. Yeah. But this is how teams think. How sure. sure. This is how teams operate. Is under these kinds of, you know, fantasies. So. At least they feel good about it that way. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder. So I still think Chicago probably overpaid a little bit there, but that's fine. I, I you know, one extra pick. Yeah, in. it's it's so where I where I like it is that it's not the Chicago th- second. Yeah, so right. It's, not it's the, the high it's second. The later seconds. Yeah, you have a mid with Ottawa's, and then, then you the have a later with the Rangers, yeah. and then the third rounder with Chicago, which is early. But so instead of getting thirty five, you're dropping back further. You're getting like forty five. Something in so the I think 50s, the I think the trade off there I think the trade off there is that they get the third rounder for not taking thirty five. Uh, look, if if that's the trade the Avs do on draft day, I would be super happy with. Yeah, that. I'm. That's a great deal. Yep. I'm great with that. And then this is so big balls. I don't think Edmonton would do it, but I I'd be curious. Wouldn't about you it. be if you're Ken Holland? Aren't you tempted? I'm tempted. I mean, Ryan Nugent Hopkins is one of the better value deals in the NHL. Exactly. And that's a really that, big deal. To Edmonton, too, though. Like, sure. But that's and that's a really big deal there. But you're also talking about Devon Taves and Josh Manson. Now that's probably they would probably need to include Cody Cece to come yeah, back you have to, to Colorado. To, you have to have more money coming back for sure. Um, but. So that's like that would be the one alteration that I would make there. Now obviously Colorado isn't gonna like love that inclusion. Yeah. But at the same time, like that, that would make a lot of sense um, to me if if they put CC in that deal. I don't, I don't, I think if I'm Edmonton, I probably say yes to that deal. Ooh, I don't know that I would. I know you really love RNH, but also you know that RNH isn't going to repeat the season that he just had. I know I, you're you're hoping for a sixty point guy out of sure, there. and at like five point two million or whatever. Like yeah. you're you're talking you're about, he's going to be yeah. a fine value yeah. for the whole life of that deal. 
Yeah, for sure. Um, I, it is a bit scary if you're Colorado because that's taking a hatchet to your defense. It, yes, <laughs> I'm. It's true, but and, and sure. that's where that's where Mayfield comes in, and then the very next deal he it's trades Brandstrom. Yeah. He trades Frankie to Ottawa with that second with a second one of the second that rounders that they get that. from Edmonton. Yeah. For Brandstrom, who I think Brandstrom great stylistic fit, but has not proven himself has in the not, NHL. Yeah. And the downgrade from Taves and Manson to Brandstrom is, large. is it's a pretty large. significant. That's pretty significant. <laughs> but in this world, though, you'll you'll end up with a center depth yeah. of McKinnon, RNH, R-N-H Brian and jo. Brian Johansson. Yeah, that's that's pretty you're, good. You're sick down the middle, but you're definitely worse defensively. You are worse defensively. The question is how much worse because yeah. uh, it's not so much the Manson, it's the Taves. But because for me, they effectively replace Manson with Mayfield. Right. I mean, look, a lot of this comes down to, all right, Bowen Byram's got to be that guy now. Exactly. It's entirely on Byram's shoulders. Take that next step forward. Yep. So, um, And then Sharon Govich for one of the second rounders that they got in the original deal. This is the most common deal that we yeah, saw across Cap super, Friendly. Super, super common. Everybody, everybody who traded down out of the first Threw round a second for Sharon Govich gave us almost always yeah. ended up giving a second yeah. rounder for Sharon Govich. There were a few that did the first rounder for Sharon Govich and, and New Jersey's and, second or third. Yeah, I saw, I, the, really liked, I saw the third a few times. I liked that variation as well. I thought that that made a lot I, of sense look, too. I think... For the Avs, getting picks back, getting those mid-round picks makes a lot of sense where they can. Not necessarily to make the picks, but to have trade capital to use. Yeah. So I, I'm with you on that. Um, and then we can go down to the actual roster here. So I'm assuming they probably don't want RNH on the wing, but maybe they do. I mean, do. This, is, this is one where I'm not going to nitpick how yeah, they set right. the lineup because you can move all these things around. For sure. It's not. When you look at when you look at that forward core, though, that's really, I, really good. I mean, I top six, you're happy with however you want to shake it out. That third line is really I, solid. I, I, I love that next you, to New Hook. Yeah. You're, you're curious about Pui RV. You understand that this could be a total bust. You, like, you know that there's a risk there. Yep. But... If it works, great. And then that fourth line. So my only thing here is that fourth line is really easy to play against. Like as much as I like Myers and as much as I really like Danton Heinen, there's not a very physical element to this. It's it's LLC and that's it. The other thing here is out of that bottom six, who's playing special teams for you? I mean LOC, obviously. You're probably like, end of list. I mean, you're you're hoping no, like New Pool Hook Party is, figures it out. Like, New Hook is New Hook's on your power play. Sharangovich yeah. is on your is probably PB your second power well, play. Yeah. But you no longer have a bottom six full of guys yeah. that can help you in a PK you're, role. You're kind of you're throwing Puyarvi and Myers onto the PK and going hope it's, for the best. It's right? like it's like, like it's really Lekkinen and Nichushkin having to pull double duty on power play and PK. Yeah, you want to. If I have to Split choose those minutes up, I would bit, prefer yeah. Lekkinen to be on the PK and not the power play moving forward. And less, Nichushkin, Nichushkin less dangerous, sure. Yeah, on the top power play unit and then the second PK. Sure. So. You'd have you'd have some sorting to do there. Uh, I I would worry a lot about that bottom pairing and how much you might have to shelter it. Uh, yeah, OEL and Brandstrom is a big problem it's for tough. me. Yeah, uh, I if it's OEL and Jack Johnson, not as bad. Yeah, you're, you have a 
a defensive guy that you the can thing, The thing about OEL, and this is going to just jump the conversation on my roster because, surprise, <laughs> I have OEL, but it's you're taking the chance that in Colorado system, he's going to be really good for you offensively. Yeah. And that you get a solid enough defender, just right. solid enough. You, you the want, problem here is that he's not sheltered in any way. He's not protected. Yeah. You're essentially asking the same thing of Branch. Exactly. In, in that situation. And that's where, that's where I have a problem with this alignment is if you were going to... Uh, if you were gonna to do Brandstrom, you needed to do somebody like a Connor Clifton. I think instead of an OEL. I, I understand this doesn't exist, but had you found a way to keep Manson, and then you had Mayfield and Brandstrom as your bottom, you're you're golden, right? But yeah. I mean, if Brandstrom and Mayfield is your third pairing, it's a pretty interesting third pairing. But Mayfield's not a third pairing defender. I, I He's hear just you. Not. But a but a guy who's gonna bring you more defensive acumen. Yeah. Uh, and then the other the other thing there is your PK. Yep. What are you doing yeah, on your I, PK now? Because it's obviously Mayfield. It's it's Mayfield. It's probably Byram and Gerard. It, yeah. And then that fourth spot is exactly. <laughs> Yolo. You don't. I mean, like you throw McCarr out there, yeah. but you really want to have a couple of guys out there. It's tough. once again, this is where if you had a Connor Clifton, you would rather take that chance, put him there yep. instead of OEL. So for me, I I would prefer I uh, it would have to be either or OEL yep. or Brandstrom. I'm All not right. doing both. All right, let's move on. We we took forever on this one. Yeah, we got it was more to it was do. one of the more thorough it, rosters. It, there was so. a lot, and there'll be some repeat stuff. There will be too, a lot so. of repeat stuff, so we can we will blast through yeah. subsequent <laughs> rosters much faster. But yeah, that was a that was one of my favorite rosters. Just from a, it's an interesting conversation. Top All to of bottom. these different pieces. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Next up, we have this one. New hook for two million, Byron for four and a half. So again, reasonable. The new hook deals thing you can, there. he trades new hook, so it doesn't matter. <clears throat> okay, fair enough. Uh, I this actually did come up a handful of times. This Max Pacioretty deal. Uh, you're you're really rolling the dice there. I think. Well, let me just, but, let me just ask you, and re, I don't really care about the money. The money is whatever agree, it's going to be. Agree. Um, if it's two, if it's uh, like it is here, two seven five. If it's one five, I wouldn't it, go much higher than two seven five. I'd put that higher it that than way. I would go, yeah. but. I'm not going to nitpick that part sure. of it. Would you do it? I mean, <laughs> I would give him the most thorough physical of all time before I did anything for him. Okay, so you're going to feel up Max Pacioretty. Got it. Uh, <laughs> just going to move on. But look, if the doctors say, hey, he's fine, it's not going to be a problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. I'd do it. Okay. I agree. But I would have serious, serious concerns about his health. You would need you would need some kind of a confirmation there. Uh, no, I mean I think you would need to plan for when it happens. Yeah, exactly. Sure, like sure. plan for injury with that guy. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do think it's an interesting conversation there though. Uh then you also got Heinen for your depth. Luke Shen is your defenseman alongside Susie. Which would seem like a little extra until you get to the trades. Yeah. Where, first of all, Newhook and Olausen for Kako. Why would New York do that? I don't know why New York would do that. I, if that's Lafreniere, I think it's a different conversation. But Kako had the 40-point season. He yeah. kind of had the breakout that yeah. they were looking for. I think they're good there. I just, Newhook's, in this past season, Newhook's just worse than Kako, right? Yeah. And Olausen doesn't, New York's trying to win now, so Olausen doesn't really do anything for them. Yeah, I mean, he's an AHL guy that a recent first round pick that's like, sure, whatever. Maybe he turns into something. However, you I have no idea what other teams feel about I, him. So I just don't know why New York would have a guy would 
have interest in a guy that's yeah. not already in the, the, NHL. the, the, the my problem here is I just I can't understand why New York would want to move on from from Kako. Sure. Yeah. Understand. Especially with New Hook, like they are the one thing that they're good on. They're, they've got three centers down the middle with. I'm totally uh, blanking. Zabanajad. Thank you. <laughs> Zabanajad, Trocek, and Hedl. Like, like Where does New a Hook big fit part there, of sure. New Hook's appeal is a future centerpiece. Yeah. So. Um, and then they trade Sam Gerard and a first to Florida for Anton Lundell and some picks. Uh, I You're like. You're really buying on Anton yeah. Lundell. You're really buying and on like, him. Anton Lundell is already way better than I thought he was going to be in his draft year. I really didn't think he had that offensive potential in him. He took a big big step back in the sophomore year. Yep. A little different lineup construction around him as well. I don't. This just feels like swapping Newhook for Lundell in a really roundabout way. It just, is. Just for the sake of it to me. It, it is. And then getting a different style of defender because Susie and Shen kind of come in and yeah, That side of it I understand Richard. a little bit more. I don't know that I would do it that way, but I understand it. Yeah. Uh, I like Anton Lindell. I don't like the deal. Again, I don't I, mind getting my, those mid-round picks, but I it doesn't feel like super great value for Gerard for sure. Yeah. And that's the end of it. It's not like those picks got right, flipped or anything right. like that. Uh, yep. Those picks just got used, which your system can always use that. In, of course, you know, those, uh, those extra guys, their system is so barren right now that they need to put sure, something. You can, you can use those, but you've given up next year's first, you've used this year's first, and then you added second and fourth round picks this year. Fine. But your defense, in my opinion, gets worse because as much as I like Carson Soucy, um, I think Sam Gerard's better. Look, and Carson Soucy and Luke Shen are your bottom pairing, right? Like, yeah. So you're giving up a non-bottom pairing guy for a and replacing him with two bottom pairing I, guys. Like, I think overall the value in that deal is pretty close, though, especially because Montour and Ekblad are going to be hurt deep into the season. Yeah, fair. Gerard Gerard really helps kind of keep that defense afloat while they while they wait out injuries. I mean, I I'd, I'd be very interested from Florida's side. I worry Colorado's overpaying a bit. I agree, especially Gerard and the first. Right, exactly. That's probably too. Like, I think that's a good start. I'm I'm probably asking for two seconds instead of that fourth. I would want next year's second. Yeah. Or yeah, I'd have to look at Florida's I, right, pick course, table to see course, what they've got, but it'd course. be something like that. Uh, all right, the roster very quickly. This one seems pretty straightforward. I don't yeah. think we'll have to. Do anything too crazy. Yep. Lundell is your three C. Yeah. Danton Heinen's next to him. Kakao's on your right wing. It's fine. It's fine. Like yep. this is fine. This makes sense in the in the with the way that the deal is. And Pacioretty next to McKinnon and Lekkinen. It Just, would be very obvious why that's exciting. Yeah. If it works, that's an easy hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. One more. Yep. Next up, we have. Let's see. All right. Nothing too crazy in the RFA market. You sign Jack Johnson to come back. You do the Jonathan Drew thing. Another move we saw a lot of people yep. do. Garnett Hathaway won't be quite that cheap. Probably um, not, but. <laughs> I don't think Garnett Hathaway is going to break the bank, but I don't think he's coming from a million dollars either. And then you way underpay for Kevin Hayes half retained, it looks like. Yeah, but, I mean, this is this is kind of like they were getting ready to give him away to St. Louis. Yep. With a whole other package of crazy stuff. Well, the way that the bones of that deal have shook out ended up being 
so hilariously <laughs> tilted in St. Louis's favor. I'm yeah. glad it didn't go through. Yep. They so. were just dumping Tory Krug, basically. <laughs> yeah, it was switching. It was swapping Tory Krug's salary out for um, uh, Sanheim and yep. Hayes in a first round and a yep. late first. Like, yep. it was ridiculous, man. Uh, anyway, not a not a big, large number of moves here. To, but to be honest with you, if they could if they could get away with this, I'd probably do yeah, it. I, I think this is actually you know maybe it doesn't end up being Kevin Hayes. Maybe the details of that deal are a little bit different. But I think this is a somewhat realistic offseason for Colorado from here. I would I would honestly try to add to this to try to recreate that St. Louis deal. I would add Manson. <laughs> Just to try and, and get first Sanheim. Round pick yeah. To try to get Sanheim. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, I would. Um, look, the Druin thing, I think we've talked about a lot. It's, if they end up doing it, dude, I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine I'm with here it, for yeah. it, too. I'm, yeah. I'm down on that. I'm on board with it. Yep. So this roster ends up interesting because you end up with Johansson and Hayes. <laughs> yeah. So you're at $4 million. You have kind of like a 2B and a 2C. <laughs> yeah. Like you're, you're I don't want to call either of them two A. You're not looking at their center depth with with Johansson, Hayes, and Eller and saying it's bad. But you're sure. also not looking at it and going, "Oh my god, yeah, it's just good." Right. It's to be honest with you, it's kind of how I feel about Seattle. Yep. Except with McKinnon at the top, which is a lot better. Which is really, really pretty special. <laughs> but it's like this is good, man. This is For, good. I don't know if you did this on purpose or not, but just mechanically, I would not put Drew in with McKinnon. Not to start with, I would probably swap on those. Ah, oh, man. I think it's super easy to run Lucky Miko Mac, and then you can run Druin, Johansson, Nachushkin. Yeah, the problem is both Johansson and Druin are big playmakers. I think that's okay. And so I don't want them overpassing to each other. It, I would I, kind of prefer... You can put Lucky down there. Lucky will shoot the puck then. Yeah, right into the goalie's chest. Yeah, sometimes. Most of the time, man. I mean, that's not what he does. I also think think Johansson can shoot when he needs to. That alignment isn't a huge problem for me. I I think you would end up throughout the year, you would try all those combinations. Of course. Because you would just be like, hey, let's just mix this up a little bit. And then the defense, you're literally just running back. So Yeah, it's all good. Uh, Okay. On that note, we are brought to you all by Kind Love. You can go get your marijuana products today from a local Colorado business. They've been around forever. They started in 2010. So they know what they're doing when it comes to being a dispensary. When you go into a Kind Love store, you get 25% off with code DNVR. You can also order online if you use the QR code right there. They have a ton of amazing product products. Kale, I saw you were raving about the uh, the turbo sticks the other day. <laughs> Those turbo joints are wait. Those turbo joints are wild. <laughs> <laughs> they're uh, they're just little. They're like a toothpick. You can put them in anything. You can like shove them into a cigarette or a joint or whatever. They're super easy to use. They go anywhere. And then you uh, you're taking a trip to Venus on that one. I. So you can check out their turbo stick products and all of their other stuff. They have products for everyone. Go check them out today at your local kind love and be sure to use the DNVR code. And we are also brought to you by the fantastic folks over at Volo sports. You can get with Volo today. Uh, look, perfect little event. You go do uh, some Volo sporting and then you go smoke your, uh, your turbo stick. 
It works out with time. Turbo stick before the Volo event, and and then play terribly. Play on the play. <laughs> play like you're on the moon. <laughs> Going to be Rockies uh, baseball, baby. Well, it might be a twenty-five to one That's situation. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, Volo is the biggest social sports company in the country. They really know what they're doing. They have all sorts of events from flag football to pick up basketball, volleyball, tennis, badminton, you name it. They pretty much have every sport under the sun. A bunch of DNVR folks are in the kickball league right now. It's uh, it's cup in hand. So, you know, you're having a good time drinking while you're playing kickball with Volo. When you go over to Volo, you can sign up for their pass. It's $200 for a year or 20 bucks a month. Or if you're brand new and you want to try it out, their beta pass is just 10 bucks a month for the first three months. So you can check it out. You can have a great time playing some fun sports with your pals or just random people. They have pickup games all over the place. And they often go down to the DNVR bar afterward to have a drink. So just a great time to hang out with Volo if you haven't done it yet. Now's the time to do it. You can get $10 off when you use code at DNVR10 too. So check them out today. They have leagues all over uh, the Denver metro area, both Lakewood side, all the way over to the far side of Aurora. So they've got you covered wherever you live around Denver. Go check them out today. Uh, it's volosports.com slash Denver, I think. Hang on. Let me, uh, let me find you guys the website so you guys can actually go over there uh, and do the Volo sporting if I can find it. Uh, <laughs> ah, there we go. There we go. All right. Yeah. So volosports.com slash Denver. I should have trusted my gut. I was right. Just, just, just believe in yourself, Rudo. Uh, all right. Second period of the DNVR avalanche podcast roasting rosters. Honestly, I none of these have been that crazy to me yet. No, I mean, the Edmonton one is a huge game changer that, the Taves Manson for R and H deal is yeah. a it completely remakes the personality of your team and your, your strength and your weaknesses there. All right, yeah, you're right. That one that one's pretty crazy. I I take it back. I mean, that one's just a that's a total shift in like yep. how your team is going to be. So what's next? Oh boy. Uh, okay. New hook signed, Byram signed for reasonable contracts. You bring back Eller, you bring back Nieto, you sign Jake Gardner and Vinny Hinestroza. But obviously the big part of this one, <laughs> you go out and get Nazem Kadri from Calgary. You bring him back. Calgary retains three and a half million dollars for a billion years. It's half of so it would be a six year retention of three and a half million dollars. There's no universe where that happens, right? <laughs> like, so that's what twenty one million. Yeah, for a guy that doesn't play for them. Yeah, so they would be spending twenty one million dollars over the next six years for Sean Luke Foodie in a first round pick. Oh God, there's no way. It's a twenty twenty five first. Ooh. Also, that's a tough look for Calgary. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I have Brad's question as well. Is Jake Gardner even alive? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> From a hockey standpoint, I think he's probably not actually dead. But <laughs> can he play NHL exactly. hockey? Can he I play don't know. in the NHL? It's such a strange. Like, did Jake Gardner make this? <laughs> like, oh God, you know? we're in this room again. <laughs> so. Vinny Nostroza, by the way, that's fine with me. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't mind that at all. I really like. I'm going to really struggle to nitpick most of the fourth line guys that people as long as out. you don't overpay for them. I think it's fine. Yeah. My my question is both Nieto Hinnestroza feels a little redundant, but yeah. can we uh, can we can we see, see the, the roster? roster? I assume Kadri's two C. 
You just put your hands on the wing, okay? Yeah, see, you're almost entirely running back. Your yeah, bottom I six from the postseason series that couldn't score. You like you're, that makes me nervous. You're begging Alex Newhook to break out on the wing. Yeah, yeah. And then you're hoping Hinnestrosa is the guy he was in Chicago like four years ago. Yeah, and again with Jake Gardner, we don't even know if he's can actually can play pass hockey. Physical, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, like all I, this, all this for Nazem Kadri, which fine, like for look, three and a half million dollars, yeah, great <laughs> to score to score fifty points a year for awesome. the next couple of years before he really falls off. Like even when he really falls off at three and a half million, it's not that it's great for Colorado. Uh, yeah. Again, I don't see any universe where Calgary even considers the 20, it. The twenty twenty five first is like if you're if you're projecting into the future, aren't you more asking for like a twenty twenty seven first? Like you're waiting for Colorado Go to way slide down the line. out of its yeah. prime. You can get and a then, like pick in the tent, top and, ten and or like, something. And yeah. Exactly, man. And like try to catch them where they're like <clears throat> coming down out of this era. So like if Calgary was going to do this, why not do this for like Lindholm instead? Uh, well, the price would be a lot more. I understand that's the, that. That's, but that's it. They also wouldn't have to retain a ton of money for forever. But the you're talking about... Again, right. you're losing Lindholm. So this what about, gets you Kadri so for six years. So what about Backlund? Would you be interested in yes. it? Is, is it? Okay. So it's not necessarily just a Kadri forever problem solved. Yeah, no, I'd be totally interested in Backlund because he's better than Kadri. I'm here for it. You're just not going to have what him for you need. Long. Like for what you need, he's better, but he's older and you'd have to sign him to a deal. Yeah, you, the Az would end up paying more. I'm just I'm trying to find a way to make this work with Calgary because I just don't see them doing this with Nas. I don't see them doing it either. Uh, we've talked about I I don't I we're not gonna we don't need to have the Lindholm backlink conversation again until, until, the, until deadline. the deadline. You're not wrong. Uh, all right, we can move on to the next one. I, there's still there's still some bangers in here. I think. Oh, totally. I think there's still some good bangers left. This one's got a lot of stuff. Uh, Byram Newhook. Wow, he went he went the long term with Byram there. I like it. Yep. Uh, okay. Eight years of six and a half isn't going to be enough for Byron. Yeah, that's in my opinion. Not for eight, right? But anyway, the rest of these look pretty good. Uh, yeah. Uh, mostly them bring back stuff. Ethan Bears on there. I'm sure we'll get to trades and stuff. Uh, Jack Johnson coming back. Uh, Milan Lucic thrown in there, which is weird. But everybody getting a million is weird. You know, you can give a guy less than that. Yeah, you could do the eight hundred k for all of them. If you gave <laughs> all those guys eight hundred or nine hundred k, you could have saved like several you hundred saved thousand like dollars. Eight hundred k. That's a whole other contract. Yeah, uh, I mean, a lot of these guys are going to be in the AHL. All right, let's but, there. Yeah, fair. Let's get to the trades. You see, Ethan Bear is in yeah. there. Ethan Bear just. Not compensated by. Yeah, that's a that's a that's the same thing with Pooley. Yeah, that I would understand. be a no qualify. And that's the, the deal that they sign him to. I'd, I'd be a little surprised if they didn't qualify Bear, but. Well, with the injury that he just suffered, where he's going to be out for, I think it was like six to eight months or something. Still, with the I think it's a shoulder. That's a problem. I mean, you could just throw him on LTIR though. Like, who cares? Yeah, that's what I said, and that's why I was like, "What's the issue here?" Uh, well, the issue is the qualifying offers like. I think it's like two million or something. I thought it was so. like two point four or something. Yeah. yeah. So that's um that's a thing. But yeah, Ethan Ethan Bear is would is exactly the kind of guy that I would be very interested in as a reclamation project. If he if, if he he's available, free. Yeah. if he shakes loose, man, 
you sign him and you do put him on LTIR yep. and you just wait for just that hold guy. On to that yeah, you just wait. Sure. I'm all about it. I really like Ethan Bear. Uh, and then the Shergovich deal, this version, giving up the first for for a second coming yeah. back. I'm fine. I'm fine with that deal too because yep. you get Shergovich, you get another second round pick. It's kind of the same. It's, yeah. Ultimately, it's the same thing. I mean, you give up that you you give up that the five, but. And you really don't care about yeah. giving up a fifth round pick. Uh, I don't. The McDermott thing, cool. Get rid of him. You're freeing up 800k in cash. So space, I really whatever. like this Josh Manson Brett yeah, Pesci this is, idea. This is the big part of it. Yeah, I really, I really like. Uh, it's it's definitely not enough. You'd need to give up a first yeah. in this deal. Um, I have a hard time expect uh, two things. I don't. Manson has. Made it pretty clear he doesn't want to be out on the East Coast, so yep. I don't think he, he approves probably this not trade. Waving, yep. uh, and then the other thing is I have a hard time believing the Hurricanes would be interested in him. Yep. But the Hurricanes seem to have this weird hard-on for Tony D'Angelo, so I really don't know. Like, I'm not just going to, like, put it past them to be like, yeah, we like that guy. <laughs> so I'm open to it. Um, Brett Pesci, the, pressure, the Pesci thing is uh, it's not enough, but... The concept is there. Yeah, like, like if you scroll yeah. down to the roster and you look at that defense, you're going to be like, oh, this is real nasty. Yeah, it makes sense for Colorado. It, I do wonder. Yeah. I mean, you you don't really have any backup plans with your, your forward depth here, right? Yeah. I mean, the, you haven't done a lot for your forwards. And Milan Lucic is just a terrible fit all around. Yeah, I, I If you were going to spend that but, money, like, get, get Corey Perry. Which there are people that did do that. Yeah. I don't know if we have one in the in here. Or yeah, not, I'm not but. sure either. So uh can we see the roster? Because yeah. we get down and you can yeah. if you see the actual roster a little bit, you'll see ran out of ran out of cap space, probably because he gave everybody a million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be pretty easy to have at least an extra mill in there. This probably. is where so this is where Ethan Bear is going to be when he comes back. Yeah. Yeah, um, Ethan Bear, where I like with Ethan Bear, that's a two-year, I think it was a two-year deal. So when you lose Brett Pesci in free agency, because you will, you yep. can't keep him. Both Pesci and Taves are free agents. If you're going to keep one of them, it's probably going to be Taves. Yeah. Um, Pesci's results have started to take slight declines, and there have been a rise in shoulder problems with him. So when you're projecting long-term, even though Pesci's, a, I think he's a little bit younger, um, I, I think you're probably talking about you would prefer Taves. Uh, but Bear can replace Pesci in your lineup in a year. Yeah. And that's where that's where I, I like this part of it. Yeah, I I I think it's super interesting. I wonder in that the defense is really good, man. I wonder in the immediate with Bear's injury if you don't try to do something better than Jack Johnson as the seventh, but Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, that's where maybe you try and make the play for Connor Clifton. Sure. Where if you give some guys 800K instead of a million, you have the extra money to go get Connor Clifton instead of Jack Johnson. Yep. Or both. You can squeak out that little extra value or whatever. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if you just drop I, Frederick Olofsson to the minors, you could do you that. You have that money. Yeah, that's fair. And and then... You don't have an extra forward on your roster, but you know you know how those yep. things go, man. You can always play with it during the season. Yep. That, and you're hoping your Well, and Bears on LTIR, so that's a million dollars that gets that opened up with. for the first six for months sure. of the season. So sure. that's the... Con that right there should be enough to get you a guy like Connor Clifton in and, that uh, to, and to slide in. Praying you don't have a single forward injury this year. Or you're going to have depth issues, but yep. 
<laughs> I did the same thing on my roster, so it's fine. Yeah, I mean, I didn't go into the AHL guys <laughs> and get into right. all that stuff. Like, sure. you're like, hey, look, if they have the injury issues that they did last year, it just doesn't really matter. Uh, all right, next. This one looks fairly small. Looks like he did Puyu Yarby and Danton Heinen and Luke Shin as your guys. Besides trades, okay, you made a huge trade. Never mind. Uh, yeah, so those are your, your guys you went out and got. And then you do Gerard and a first for Gustav Forsling and Sam this, Reinhardt. This is where you've greatly overestimated Sam, yeah, Sam Gerard's this value. Is, this is a heinous underpay. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> like Gustav, Gustav Forsling's a solid defenseman, like... Arguably, he's, at, he's, at least as good as Sam Gerard. I was going to say, yeah. he's so pretty Sam Gerard-ish. Yeah, yeah. He was terrible in the cup final, though. Uh, Yeah, I mean, so was all of Florida, right? I, you're not wrong. <laughs> so uh, this is like, if you take out Forsling and this is just Reinhardt. I think you're probably about right. I yeah. think you're pretty close to the neighborhood yeah. for Reinhardt. Problem being, once again, you will likely lose. To get Forsling, you're probably throwing Newhook and another first in there and maybe another prospect. Yeah, I mean, like, maybe maybe a first and maybe another first in, like, Barons and, and if you really don't want to give up Newhook. Probably so. Florida just says, LOL, no. But. Yeah, <laughs> probably, man. Especially, again, especially with Montour and Ekblad out long term. Yeah. Like, they're going to need some guys to get them through the first half of the season. Forsling's going to be important there. Yep. Yeah, uh, the rest of this is fine. I, I like the concept of going after Reinhardt. <laughs> I, I I loved everybody giving Curtis McDermott away to like random yeah, teams just, for random prices. There, there were multiple people who just like put Curtis McDermott to a team, and then in the comments said like any team. It's yeah, fine. yeah. It where, the extra notes was literally any team. Yeah, <laughs> everybody was trying to get rid of Curtis McDermott except the actual Avalanche. <laughs> They're the only ones who were like, no, we like having this million. This Extra million dollars tied up in this guy we're terrified to play. But in this world where you can get really good players for nothing, this lineup's kind of nasty. I mean, that third line has a lot of potential to be super good. Yep. Obviously, <laughs> Sam Reinhardt just standing in front of the net, banging yeah. pucks home next to McKinnon Did and Lekkonen is... Easy 30-goal scorer in that world. Like. Yeah, and then <laughs> Gustav Forsling next to Luke Shen. That's a pretty good third pairing. <laughs> it's your third pairing, by the way. It's a pretty good third pairing. <laughs> Feels pretty good if yeah. you could put that together. Definitely. A lot of Luke Shen love, too. Yeah, there was a good amount of Luke yeah. Shen. I blame you for that. I was going to say, <laughs> I feel like I started that. Uh, no, we're good. We can go on to the next one now, I think. Oh, well, you would have had your roster on here if you didn't delete yeah. it. It's, I wonder uh, if the comments ate him up yeah. and this person was just like, I can't take this. <laughs> Uh, all right, this one, it looks like there's quite a bit of things. Uh, oh, yeah, okay, all right. Let's start with Yeah. Yeah, this uh, is the one big one where I was, yeah. The usual stuff with RFA is going out and getting Sharon Govich. Did bring back Erod. Yeah, uh, so Erod for a comical underpay. Yeah, that's that's like way underpay. I, I underpaid him, and that's way more than I underpaid him. Uh, I think Connor Sheary is comically underpaid, too. Yeah, he is. I, I remember this one. He, yep. he should be getting at least like $3 million. And for some reason, Ian Cole and Luke Shen is, was the answer for the third pairing, where they're a little too samey for yeah, me. Yeah, this is this whole thing is like a little bit too samey. You tried to solve the like second-line wing spot with four guys. Yeah, Erod, Druen, yeah. Pacioretty. Uh, and Sharon Govich is like, 
They're all kind of you trying really, to do the same thing. You really watched yeah. that. This person really watched the uh, Seattle series and was like, they can't score. <laughs> Never I'm, again. I'm solving this problem. Like, we're done having this problem. But right. maybe you freed up some space with these trades. Yeah. Where uh, where do we go with these deals? I see Sam Gerrard's getting moved for Anthony Bavillier All retained. Right. I also feel like, a, so again, another forward here. Yep. Where, where, where did all... No, you didn't really trade any forwards either. You got a lot of forwards, my guy. Yeah. So uh, this is the... So Bocage, a fourth and a third for That's Sherry That's not Gillich. enough. Yeah. Well, just not be enough. Not no. even like close to enough, really. Yeah, just not enough. You would have been better off giving up the first for Sharon Govich in a second. It yep. would have made... It, it would have been a better deal for yep. both teams. I also don't... Like, I like Bavillier. I don't know if I love the Gerard for Bavillier straight up. I don't. I love Bavillier. <laughs> There you go. I I just would not do that straight up. You'd have to, especially in, in this world where you have worked really hard to get a lot of forwards. Yeah, and then and then not being done here. Let's get a, another forward. You give up a bunch of random stuff in a first for DeBrusque. Yeah. So Sam Malinsky is not going to have very much value. Freddie Olofsson is not going to have any value. Oscar Olauson, okay. The fifth and sixth are not going to be very valuable. This is like the Tanner Janot yeah. deal of you got how many pieces for Jake DeBrusque? And really, it's the first round This pick. was... And Oscar Olauson. No, this... That's it. This Boston trade was the I don't want to have any picks in the 2023 draft. That's what that was. Well, and this is... This is... This would have been a thing where it's like, hey, I could buy something like this when Boston was trying to dump salary. But now they wanted to keep DeBrusque and they did. Exactly. So. Now that they've dumped a bunch of it with Taylor Hall today. Yeah. Um, Which we didn't know at the time, but... Right. But also, like... You also have okay. 15 forwards. Like, what does your roster look like? How do you fit all these forwards in? I'm super curious. Yeah. So you just go Lekin, McKinnon, Rantanen, and then you have DeBrusque with Johansson and Nachushkin, and then your third line is Sharon Govis, Rodriguez, and Bavillier. That's fun. And then Drew and Newhook. Sheer, I mean, that's an unbelievable amount of skill. Yeah, this is not the Olympics. You're going to need... Some grinders you're gonna in there. You're going to need... Like, if... if you worked this hard. Like, if you put Logan O'Connor out of a job, you've worked too hard on the forward core yeah. part. Because Logan O'Connor is a guy that He's you, an NHL player. You just sure. leave him there. Yeah. He's totally fine as is. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, it's crazy work, but... It's a lot of work, man. You know, I just don't even count Max Pacioretty, who you have at an LTIR still. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, just, hey, if he works out... So, which of those other guys did you also put out of a job? Right. Is it Drew Ann? Is it... It's overkill. Is it Connor Sheary? Like, it's way too much. Like, this is this is somebody that got burned by the injuries last year and was like, no. We're having infinite forward death. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to be fair, they did call their roster, put a wing on it. <laughs> so They just went out and got every there. reasonable winger. They knew what they were doing. Yeah. <laughs> and then your third pairing is Ian Cole, Luke Shen. So, you're just going to get... Just hope for the best. <laughs> eaten up. Watch them get skated circles around. Yeah. I mean, your PK is solved at that point. I guess. Uh, all right, let's do one more here quickly, and then we can get to ours. We only had uh, we only had one person try and trade for Shifley. I don't know if they made it or not. It was a really unbalanced I, I deal. I looked at it, and yeah, it was weird. It was like Gerard and like a second-round pick or something for Shifley. It was just not enough. Uh, okay, not much but me signing guys on the RFA front. This is a okay, a lot of people did go out and get Jonathan Taves. 
Uh, then you brought in Jack Johnson as the only other real NHL relevant guy there. Again, I think it's probably too cheap for Byram on an eight-year deal. That's yeah, six million. Yeah, I think it's a little too cheap. Uh, you traded for Owen Tippett. You did a lot of the things I did, so we can talk about this in mine. I did it a little bit differently than you. But I will tell you, I looked at this one and it made me go, what, what's Drake Kajula been up to? I also looked at that and I was like, is he even an NHL player still? He's not. Nope. Yeah. Uh, I do like the concept of the Tippett trade, as you'll see in a bit. The uh, thing the thing here that you like is Drake Kajula, Alex Galchenyuk, and Carson Torinsky. You're talking about solid, yeah. really solid AHL if you, guys. If you lose a couple forwards, you feel yeah, okay about exactly. it. Exactly. Like that's uh, and like that was the one thing about this roster where it was like, hey, they actually did get a little deeper into it. I liked that part of it. Yep. Uh, okay. I don't think we need to cover this one more. So. On that note, we are brought to you by the fantastic folks over at Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. You guys can go get your Breckenridge Brewery either here at the DNVR bar, eight different kinds on tap here. We're also getting a new drink menu, by the way. So come down, come check there it out. There will be an Avalanche-specific drink. Yeah, it should be a, it should be a fun time. Uh, or you can get your Breck Brew at your local liquor store. Use the Breck Beer Locator online at breckbrew.com to find it near you. They're in all 50 United States, so they are out there. When you get it, I mean, choose wisely. There's tons of amazing drinks for them. You can get whatever you want, uh, and you will find a beer for yourself. Uh, and, you know... Maybe if uh, you're not into beer and hard liquor is your thing, you can go to Illegal Pete's for their happy hour. 11 at different locations here in Colorado with the longest happy hour around from 3 to 8 p.m. every single day. Not to mention, you know, they're kind of have delicious burritos with fresh ingredients. That's what Illegal Pete's is known for. So you get a great burrito. You get a great margarita for happy hour. You go sit out on the patio. Now that the rain is done, you enjoy your life here. I mean... If I'm just manifesting that, all right? <laughs> if I keep manifesting, it'll be done eventually. But either way, Illegal Pete's is still there for you with delicious food. Go check them out. Again, 11 different locations here in Colorado, including one just a couple blocks from the DNVR bar. Mm. And last but certainly not least, make sure you get your Shady Rays for walking around in that no-rain sunshine, all right? You want to be taking care of your eyeballs and not going blind from sun rays. Uh, you can go to ShadyRays.com and use code DNVR today. When you order two pairs or more, you get 50% off. That's like buy one, get one free. Uh, it's a great deal, and Shady Rays will take care of you. For the first 30 days, if you lose them, break them, or just don't like your sunglasses, they'll replace them for completely free. It's a great, great way to go about it. They make great products. They've been rated five stars by a ridiculous number of people. Everyone seems to love their stuff, and they've got something for everyone. Even if you're not in the sunglasses, if you're a skier or a snowboarder, they got goggles that you can wear. So check them out. Again, ShadyRays.com with the DNVR code. Uh, and they also have a brick and mortar at the Park Meadows Mall if you're local. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. Yeah. You or me, AJ. Grow, growing rumor of Tom Wilson to Ottawa. Interesting. Yeah. Don't know. Don't know what the pieces yeah, would be. Yeah, you'd have to. A, you'd have to know more there. Uh, you or me first. Oh, we're in the third period. Yeah. Man, we really, we really blew through that. I mean, it's been like fifty minutes, but sure. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Man, how many did we not get to? Yeah, I think we did like nine or so. Wow. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> 
There were uh, there were some that I wanted to actually see that we didn't get to. That's um, I don't know. Kale, pick one. Okay. One of ours. Rudos. All right. Okay. All right. So I didn't do the AHL stuff because I'm lazy. Yeah. Uh, I brought back Erod, and then I got Matt Dumba as my UFA defenseman, and I also brought back Jonas Donskoy for a depth forward. Who, dude? Uh, that is cheap for Matt Dumba. You think? Well, so that's that's a if Matt Dumba doesn't get the big money deal that he would like to materialize. Well, and this like this is why I did a two year deal with him because he'll be thirty at the end of this deal. Yeah. The cap will be up. Cap will go up twice. Where he he can get that next big payday. It was kind of my concept here with Dumba. Okay. So the Gavrikov exactly. concept. Yeah. Maybe he, is, he is coming off like a 14-point season or yeah, something it, insane. It was like low. a 17-point season. And yeah. then I think the year before, it was a sub-30-point season, too. So. Yeah. So his offensive reputation is In the way better, higher yeah. than reality. Yeah. And Yeah. It, if that deal ends up being three and a half instead, okay, whatever. But I wouldn't go much more than that. Uh, Don Scoy is the depth forward. Traded for Dylan DeMello. Don Scoy is not healthy, though. Okay. That's I'm fine with that. Okay. Assuming you know, I is he out for forever? Maybe it's, it's a, a, million it's a bucks. concussion, yeah. so that's where it's. Well, to me, it's a million bucks. If it doesn't work out, you dash him on LTIR and do whatever you want with a million bucks. It's not yeah. a big deal. Uh, went for Demello as another defenseman, and then I made the move for Owen Tippett. It, Josh Manson's kind of a placeholder here. Uh, again, I know he probably doesn't want to go out east, but I. Couldn't in the moment figure out a deal where that I liked with Sam Gerard or Devon Tave as a bigger kind of swing. Yeah. But that's probably where that deal ends up if you go out and do it. It's not enough for DeMello. You can do a thing where you end up trading the first for a third or two seconds and a third or something. Mm. And then you give them the third, whatever. I really don't. So the thing is, like, Winnipeg should sell. but They're not going to. I know. <laughs> like, they're going to move the guys that don't want to stay, but otherwise they're going to continue to try to be competitive. I, it's, that's fine. Winnipeg can be wrong and ruin my dream of DeMello. It's okay. I mean, I think if they're not in a playoff spot, dude, DeMello and Dylan should be gone. At the Our deadline. guys that yeah. if the, the apps should be like kind oh, of for sure have on their deadline list. I'd be happy with, with either one there. That's um, a, that's a move that I just think, yeah, you wait for the deadline and that's yep. where when Winnipeg needs to see they're out of it. And yep. like Chevy needs to be like, okay, it didn't work this year. You know, after he makes all the moves and sells all of his good players. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, I tried to be realistic with my, Bottom six roster construction. Erod is kind of your flex guy around the lineup. And then a foodie is fill in whichever guy you like that makes an impression in training camp, really. Yeah. Boy, that fourth line is really easy to play against. Yeah, I, I agree. It's not not super difficult to play against. I mean, I'm I'm taking Donsko out of there just because he's not healthy at the and, moment. And, but like And if you if you want to like That's where you put like replace, Frederick Olsen. Right. Replace yeah. Donskoy. Or if you're throwing Don Scoy on LTIR, go out and get bring Cogliano back or pick a guy that runs into people, whatever. You can make that work. Uh, Nuke isn't getting traded, man. Definitely not happening. Yeah. Anyway, I didn't do anything too complicated. Yeah. I wanted. I really just wanted to fill out the F top six with Owen Tippett to see what happens. 
We had, there was a comment earlier about why the Flyers would move on from Tippett, and to be honest with you, he's coming off a forty-point season. Flyers fans need yep. to calm the fuck down yep. about Owen Tippett. This dude is—he's twenty-four. He is like a solid NHL player, yep. twenty-goal guy. He might like maybe he goes off and has a thirty-goal season sometime in the future, and it all goes really, really well. But like this idea of like Owen Tippett is like one of the guys they have to build he's, around. He's, it's blowing my not, mind. He's man. not even. He's not a top line player. Like, like it blows my mind. Like he yep. is a solid wing. Yep. He his skating would fit in wonderfully in Colorado. Obviously, the shooting, goal scoring ability, very very good fit for yeah. the Avalanche, and that would be why the Avalanche would move out a guy like it, Josh Manson. It, it, it for makes him. a ton of sense to slap him next to Ryan Johansson, right? Yeah, right. totally. Uh, the guy that wants to pass against uh, to a guy that will try and shoot from anywhere. Yep. He's just gonna gonna rip that one timer from all over the place. They don't need a two C, man. They got one. You've spent this entire show saying it. I get it. They have a two C. This you're in this room now where there are plenty of people that think Ryan Johansson isn't a two C, but the abs think he's a two C. Exactly. So it doesn't matter. And the abs have all the assets where they're going to go until the deadline or at least until January with Johansson probably as their two C. Yep. I'll say this, and they'll go out and they'll trade for Lindholm like later today, and they'll be like, "AJ, you're an idiot." And I'll be like, "Well, I guess so." When you're wrong, you're wrong. <laughs> but they they made that move to to that's their two C. Yep. So, uh, all right, AJ, did you do more ridiculous stuff than I did? Yeah. All right. So I trade Devon Taves in a first round pick to Buffalo. So yes. <laughs> uh, and I got Ryan Johnson, who was the guy that just, who was a first round pick yeah. four years ago. If he, what's he going to be as a pro? I don't know. I never liked him, but that's but, okay. And I do. He's one of my guys. Fair. Uh, and then I got JJ Paterka and, Jack, and Jack Quinn. Jack Quinn, I'm so about it. Where yeah. I feel like Buffalo fans would hate this because they're like, oh, we gave up a bunch of our young guys for Devon Taves, who's 30, yeah. and he's not really big and physical. Well, they're all dumb, and they don't realize that Devon Taves is super sick <laughs> and can play next to Rasmus Dahlin on the right side, and that would be a nasty-ass top pairing. Okay, so I did that. I, uh, and yeah. then I got two guys in Paterka and Quinn. That I love that part of the deal. Yeah. They are they are two wings, and where I thought it was fair for Buffalo, I didn't take any of their centers. Yeah, I left Cousins, I left Middlestat. Tage, I left Middlestat, I left Coolidge, I left I left the the other guys that could play center. Um, the other one, Noah Oslin. I I left I left all their middle guys there for them. Yeah, I just took two of I the mean, wings I, that I like. I think Cousins probably ends up on the wing eventually, but. I mean, the rubber's going to meet the role of Middlestat and Cousins and, yeah, and Thompson. Like, right. They're not going to be able to keep all three. Something's going to have to give somewhere. And they still, it's not like they're completely empty on the wing either. They still have Alex Tuck. They so have guys. Why would there. Buffalo decline? Why would make a case for me why Buffalo would say no to this? You get a top pairing defenseman. Now, I understand where how old he is. I understand he is 30. He will be 30 years if, old. If Taze says, I'm not signing. Buffalo declines. Okay, but <laughs> Buffalo has the cap space to give him a huge oh, extension. Yeah, right, they can. I, this would be Devontae saying, I'm not playing for you. Is Okay, and like that would be the only thing that would stop me. I don't know why that would be the case. That's uh, You asked He's, me to come up with a like, reason. That's the that, only that reason I could it. find. Right. <laughs> so dead in my tracks. That's it. But... <laughs> To be honest, like, what else would it be? What else? What Like, I understand they're giving up young, but they're giving up wings, which they, again, they have a ton of dudes. Yep. Yeah, I, I, 
I think this they makes sense. They have so many high-end forward prospects. They can afford to give these guys up. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that front. And Paterka and Quinn, I don't project either as a top-line player. I think Paterka maxes out in the middle six. Yeah, he's probably he's a, third a third liner. liner. I agree. And I think Quinn is your goal-scoring guy that ends up on your second line. Mm-hmm. And that's where that's where I think they were they would be. And one year of Devon Taves, again, this would come with the idea that they would sign him because they yep. have the money to. Yep. So they would sign him. And then I gave them a first, I gave them a first round pick. Yep. I I it would be really fun. I think the Avs would do it. I think Buffalo should do it if this came up. I don't have a lot of complaints about this other than your Scott Mayfield deal. <laughs> So then I go in, I, I go into this, and I, I go into free agency. A couple, a so I give everything. I give all these guys two year deals, which is going to be a really big problem in two years. Yep, because both Paterka and Quinn's ELCs also yeah. end in two years. And I went and I looked at it, and the Abs have like forty five million dollars of cap space <laughs> in two years when Miko's deal ends and Georgiev's deal ends and all these guys. So you got you got a lot of problems. <laughs> so there's like a bunch of things where it's like in two years I'm making all the financial decisions. Yeah, but I also have the room to do it. You're also going ham for the next two years, <laughs> right? Also, because the deals that I make in free agency here, I give Mayfield a five year deal for four and a half million. All right. I go maybe a little bit, maybe I go a little high on both term and AAV, but I want to make sure I get the guy. And I had the space in this in this case. I honestly had the cap space to do it. Yep. When I moved Taves out. So that's and I bring Lars Dower back at just some random cheap number for a year. Sure, whatever. Gasper Foss, I give three years at two point wow. six. I think he'll get right in that range. I I, I think it might be a little bit high, but I, I think he yeah, gets right in I that range. I think you're looking at the closer to two, the better with him. I, I've my my feel for him is at like two point three. But again, I had the space to make sure I could get these guys. I, where I'm not losing that, good players for a couple say, hundred. You K. went with like my number for OEL. Well, and so OEL again. This is OEL. I, I once again because I traded Taves. I had the space, and this was my if if I'm one of seven teams offering him a million dollars, I'm not standing out even with Colorado and all they have to sell. In this case, I'm buying him at the, two and a half million. I'm whoring out and saying, "Come, come, <laughs> come, come, play for me for a year." Yeah, I I think this does a great job of solving the Evs' depth on both forward and defense. Obviously, you're not as good as Devon Taves on your defense, but you have to give up something. Definitely, you definitely get. It's uh, you're worse, but you're a little bit different, and it's really reliant on Byram taking the big step forward. I put Paterka next, or I put Quinn next to McKinnon and Lekkinen as like the, those guys are going to do a lot for him and he's just going to score goals. Uh, and then I have, I have a third line of Paterka, Newhook, and Fost, which I just think is going to yeah, be, that's fun. I think it's going to tear shit up. Yep. And it's going to be a two way big time. Eller makes your fourth line a bit harder to play against. Exactly. And then I have, I have Myers. I, for me, one of the things that I really liked here is I gave Myers a second year. Sure. So if he has a good year, I don't have to pay him more money next cheap. year. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. And then the one, the one thing I would do different here is I would probably just live the life of Jack Johnson and then go get DeMello or uh, Dylan at the deadline. So the, the conversation that I had at the bottom of my defense here 
Because I really like my top four. My top four is what I See, wanted it to be. I, I'm just not a big fan I'm, of Mayfield. I'm relying sure. on Byram uh, to take the leap next to McCarr. Of course. I've got Gerard next to Mayfield. Which is fine. Which I think is going to be a really solid second pairing. Really steady. Yep. It's not going to be sexy. It's not going to put on a, hot, a lot of highlight reels. But I think it's going to be really nasty in its own right. And then... Carson Susie versus OEL. <laughs> yeah. So this decision came down to I, I'm giving OEL the one year chance to prove it to and show that, that he can be the still, guy yeah. next to Manson. Okay. Like, I think that's going to be, uh, it's got a possibility to blow up in my face. That's where Jack Johnson's kind of my safety net. Sure. Where Jack Johnson, Josh Manson, we know that that they can show up and not we know hurt that you. they can yeah. exist, coexist together. Yeah. It won't be really high end. It'll, it, but it, it's not like raw survival either. Yep. It's fine. I didn't want Susie because I got Ryan Johnson in the trade. And Johnson spent four years in college. He should really only have one year of to AHL graduate. seasoning. Yeah. And if it doesn't work with OEL, I can move on from OEL. And Johnson can take that job if he projects the way that I think he will. Yeah. As like a big bodied puck moving guy that I think is going to be okay at everything. I do think he's a third pairing guy and I think he would fit nicely next to Manson down the road. Also, it saves me a little bit of money because Johnson will be on the ELC versus Susie, who I had at about 2.5 as well. I, I guess I just have a little bit more faith in Manson than you do. As potentially still being a top four guy, assuming he's healthy. I'm cool, man. I'm cool moving things around there. Like that's the, I, I'm not locked into yeah, that. I, well, I, what I'm saying is I just think you can find a little bit more cash to play with if instead of a, a Mayfield that I feel as an overpay. I thought about Orlov Oof. as the Taves replacement. Be, that would be interesting. I thought about taking the money of OEL and, and, just going and for the Mayfield big, and the going for shot. Orlov and seeing if I could get him for seven and a half. Probably too little, but if I so I was like seven and a half over seven years, where you give him the security, yeah, yeah where you're really Boy. You're, you're really talking about the end of his career. It could be a really big problem for It'd you. It'd Be fun for the first three years though. So because I thought Orlov Makar, yeah, I've traded yeah. Taves and I've recreated with, as close to I with can. Orlov. <laughs> I thought about that and then I ended up I, I decided to go with the depth a little bit. I think this one is more be, realistic because yeah. I think Byram is going to be worth it and will be will justify a bigger raise down the road. Yep. Whereas if I go Orlov, I'm afraid I can't I, I'm going to have a problem with Byram later. Uh Shane Bowers has been traded apparently. All right, that's cool. a thing. Uh we did get one super chat here from the incredible Drew. Uh back around in town saying missing seeing the live shows still loving the daily content though take care guys much appreciated Drew. all love buddy yep uh all right have our rosters been uh officially roasted enough yeah i'm gonna fight people who tell me that my taves deal isn't enough he's just he's a top 15 defenseman yep i i don't for, I, for a team that wants to take the step forward for a team that like I thinks think, Thinks of itself as, hey, we're coming. I think that's actually one of the better Taves deals that I've seen. But either way, we do have to wrap up today's show. Tomorrow, you're getting Jesse and Megan live from Nashville. Yeah, right now, uh, I just saw on Twitter, they are sitting down in an exclusive with Kel McCarr. Ooh, sick. Uh, So so, that's something that you're not going to get elsewhere. Keep your eyes out for that awesomeness. We will also be doing a mock draft with Olive All City tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning. 
Big mock city, all city mock draft, including every member of the NHL beats across all city networks. So it's going to be a big We banger. all have teams. We're doing the entire first round. No I one... don't know if the physical manifestation of the podium has uh, worked itself out or not. <laughs> we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see end up how it goes, but somebody here has the second pick. No one just wanted to trade for it yet. So I've got picks for Nashville and... Winnipeg. Winnipeg. I, so I, have, I really want the PLD thing to be done I, I by tomorrow mean, morning. I've got Vancouver at 11 if you want to talk. <laughs> we briefly had conversations about Nashville. It didn't but really moving work up, out. Yeah, yeah, moving 15 and 24 for 11 is not a fair it's deal not. for me. I would take that deal. <laughs> yeah, for me, not <laughs> I know, great. I know. I don't know. What do you want for a What do you want for uh, to move up? Well, I'd have to look. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not doing this without looking at the cap friendly. Um, but. We did also check it out this morning, posted a video of three potential targets for abs at 27. This isn't true, my man. This this last comment at the end here that says the fact that he's a Gerard, the fact is he's a great regular season player but really struggles in the playoffs. When the physicality picks up, he just had a great Seattle series. Arguably their Who is most consistent defenseman. An ultra-physical yeah. team that attacked him repeatedly, and he was very, very good. This drives me crazy. It's like we're just ignoring things that have happened because it doesn't fit the conversation. Yeah. Anyway, we don't need to have that conversation for the hundred millionth time. Uh, we're going to get out of here for today. We appreciate all y'all. Tune in for all of our amazing content tomorrow. Like and subscribe here on YouTube for all the good stuff we have. We will see you in the next one.